week, yeah, yeah, every week, man. Check it out, man, on Wednesdays. You're here, so you've been listening. I see the goat, man. I ain't gonna take that title, man. You see the views? Bob? You see what's looking like? What the numbers been looking like? The numbers look good? I ain't checked this week. I don't know, the last time. We were like 41. Um, my average audience size. And we over 3,000 listeners. Yeah! I don't know. That's all right. That's Dave Winfield numbers, nigga. Dave Winfield famous all 3,000. Hey, listen, I'm just, as long as the numbers keep going up, I don't care what the quantity is. Steady increase. Run the numbers up. Steady increase is on our team. That's all right. That's right. As long as we going up. Like we went up yesterday, man. Yeah, Mr. the Goat, man. Tell us about what happened yesterday, man. Yeah, Yesterday, so I'm going to give you the background. So yesterday we had this thing called Line It Up or whatnot. And so Line It Up starts out as. It's more. It's going to be more to it. It's going to be more to it. Um, so overall, if you're not familiar, every just about every football player in D.C., Maryland, Virginia is not having a football season right now. And they're upset, and it's a lot of kids that's probably, you know, if they don't, if they wait until the spring and you're talking March, uh, they'll probably miss out on scholarships if they haven't already got any offers. Because National Signing Day, when most kids sign their scholarship, is like the second Wednesday of February. Um, so a lot of kids might miss out. So what I wanted to do was give kids the opportunity to get that, for one, get that energy out. They might have been working or not working and just got football energy pent up. I know for me, my wife will tell you, it's a reason, one of the main reasons I got married on Valentine's Day is because it's the week after February. It's the week after the Super Bowl. It's always the week after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And football season is over with. My wife will tell you. <laughs> my, my wife will tell you from from the last week in the last week in July all the way till then. It's football for me. Like it's, it's football. I mean, and I'm like, don't get me wrong. I don't really. I watch football, and I watch a lot of football. Will I sit down and just watch one game? No, I just kind of try to watch every game that's on TV until a punt, and I turn the TV until they punt. <laughs> I'm dead for real. And so um, that was the main thing. I, 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 I'm in the football spirit, and I know a lot of other kids in the football spirit. So I wanted to get an opportunity to get out on the field, uh, be with their friends, be with some of the people from, be with some of the student kids that they play against, and just have some fun, man. And we did it. And they came out. They had a good time. That's right. They want, they want to know when the next one is. And uh, that's something that we used to do. And every kid has done this in, in the park. And uh, when you're younger, I know when I grew up, this is something that we always did. Like, oh, you think you could beat me? Uh, let's, hey, I'm going to run this route right here. You better stop me. That type of thing. And that's really where it all came from. I just wanted the kids to get out and compete, have fun. Rep- you know, they came out. They represented their schools. It wasn't no... Yeah, Dunbar came looking sweet. Yeah, they came strong, man. They I ain't gonna lie to sweet, you. Hey, shout out. Did. Matter of fact, with that, man, shout out to Unison, the brand, man. Unison came out yesterday, too, man. Um, he do a lot of school uniforms for them and all the schools in the DMV. And I'm hoping, I'm praying that he can get out to Maryland, too, because, I mean, buddy, you talking about, he's going against, when you're talking about doing school uniforms for a school system, right? Now, as a small business, which is what he is, he's going against Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, 
that can easily come in here and say, oh, well, in a uniform. Yeah, he did a uniform. He came out. Yeah, he came out. That's what's the big, real big guy that was talking was to in the truck. Nah, oh. that was talking to um, oh, who's with the black. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he do all the uniforms, all everything Dunbar had on yesterday. Okay. He did all of them. He do Woodson. He do um, Dunbar. He do. He, I think he do Beacon House. He do. Uh, he do. Um, he do all of their stuff. And so he was. I was talking to him yesterday. And he said he just got vendorship in PG County. So I, I, I'm hoping and, and that he does get that that break to where he can make it. That's big. That's big. You talking about? Hey, I produce uniforms for a couple schools. So you talking about realistically? In the last year, he might have produced a thousand uniforms. Mike can. I gotta talk. That's it. But shout out, hey, but shout out to Houston Brand uh, for coming out, man. Real talk, uh, because honestly, like he even hit me up a while before this, like just out of the blue, just hit me up, just on some, hey, man. You know, this is who I am. You know, if you, you know, whatever you need, then he still came out. So the big thing for me is like the people that came out and supported the parents, especially. Cause I mean, we went through some headaches on this, man. We had last minute changes at midnight the night before, and parents were still. Yeah, niggas hate it, man. Hey, hey, listen. You want me going to that? We're not going to put that on. We're not even going to put that energy. Oh, okay. See, all right. Because I can go off on that, but he told me not to. But, yeah, man. So, shout out to the parents that stayed with me. Shout out to Denny, man. Shout out to Denny. Shout out to Denny, man. Hey, that's right. Hey, listen. Shout out to Denny. Denny took a lot off my back, man. I was able to really... Just kind of chill out and kind of honestly, honestly, even with that, when you say that, real talk. Shout out to Denny because honestly, Diddy was um, Denny was actually by him taking over and really stepping into that point of running the step by step part of it was it, it allowed me to step back and take a look at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And see different parts and also actually smile about it because like I told you, like a lot of stuff I'm doing, I actually I've seen it. I actually want to see what it feels like in it. Yeah. And I was able, by him being there and running certain parts, I was able to step back and really look at it and be like, yeah, you did it. You did it. Yeah. You know, so I, hey, big shout out to Denny, who's Jake, my man, my cameraman. Like, the document, I, I just know the, the footage, the documentary going to be tight. All the cameramen, shout out to these kids. They bought their own cameraman. Shout out to I mean, it was just, to me, man, honestly, it was an amazing day, man. I smiled about it. I was so happy about it. I thank God at least a hundred times for the day, for the people that he put around me to help me out with it. Jake Crook, my wife, who, you know, saw, I mean, my wife, my, realistically, my wife was just on the point of like, all right, what am I supposed to do? It wasn't, no, and she know how I am. Like, I keep a lot of stuff to my chest until it's just time, until it's go. And I might tell you, right when we get there, all right, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And she was with that all along. She was just like, okay, what am I supposed to do? And she rode with me. So that part right there was just number one. Like, I could come home and still, she still be like, all right, what I need to do? I'm good. We good. Where we going? All right, if you got to get out at 11 o'clock at night to figure out where you got to go, go ahead. It wasn't no tripping part on that. So, I mean, the whole thing was just lovely, man, just to see you know, the planning, the whole thing come to work and just know that, you know, it's something that I can build off of because, I mean, since it ended, I mean, I've just been thinking about it the whole time, looking at the feedback from the kids online and just trying to figure out another way that <clears throat> I can make sure that I stay engaged with them and try to make it, you know, 
what it can be in a in bigger part. It kind of it starts to you know as I keep looking at it, it ties into a lot of the the dreaming and the pro, you know programming that I actually want to do. So um, I think it's something that we're gonna try to make into something bigger, man. I, I think um, you know I'm not a you know I'm not no I'm not a super sports nigga. Like you know what I'm saying. I know sports, but mm-hmm. like I ain't play football and basketball and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I just was. You, you yeah. like the competition? Yeah, I like. I I, I did. I don't like the bruise. I want to play. You know, I like. I, I I like basketball. I like. I I, I can hoop a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I'm not super good, but I'm not soft. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you got to you know, put like yeah, six points up. Yeah, I can put. Yeah, I'm gonna play hot D. I'm gonna play hot D. I'm. <laughs> I promise you. Hey, he's not there with Duke slap. Hey, Nick. Hey, that's right. <laughs> I'm like your man from the Clippers. What's your man name from the Clippers? Uh, Beverly. 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 I'm crushing Beverly yeah. all day. I'm great. I'm talking slap. to you all yeah. that. You crossing me up, but I'm there. <laughs> You're not gonna want to play. You're not gonna want to play against me. When I come on call, man, fuck. Because guess what the first thing I'm going to say, nigga, when I foul you, I'm going to say, yeah, nigga, I can't bowl, but I got excellent hands. And see, that was me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I can fight, that, nigga, right? I fight. Like, so it's, funny. it's funny when you said that yesterday. So, like, it was a kid, like, t- like I play, play defensive back, right? And one of the things, some of my favorite players, two of my, three of my favorite players are Steve Atwater, um, Charles Woodson, and Deion Sanders. Those are my three favorite defensive backs. Um, Damn. I like Charles Atwater because he used to. I mean, uh, Steve Atwater. Steve Atwater would hit your ass. Like that's where I got my hitting side from. T- the nigga, he, he put a nigga to sleep. Put a nigga called sleep. a Nigerian nightmare. Yeah. Put and that so, nigga to sleep. His ass. And so that he was never was the same. I've been trying to recreate. I, I would, my whole football career, I was trying to recreate that hit. I mm-hmm. swear to God, don't that look sweet? Christian Okoye. Hit Christian Okoye. That's right. right. The, the the Nigerian yeah, nightmare. Smoked his boots. So that was, so I, I got, his feet still in the field. Yeah, he, was the, <laughs> he was the nigga that made me want to hit. Charles Woodson was where I got technical skills from. Like Charles Woodson was a technician, like a pure technician. Ooh, and Dion was that nigga okay, that. Dion was that nigga that talked shit. But the fun, the smartest part about it was. Thing about this one thing about Dion that I used to always remember, like Dion said, I, I ain't gonna never get beat. And for me, like, I ain't gonna never get beat. Now, here's the part I ain't gonna never get beat. When we on the football field, I grab you before I'm gonna let you beat you. All right, I take, the, I take that football, I take that 15, and niggas don't understand that, like, hey, I'm not gonna let you beat me. That, that's just one thing. I'm gonna figure out whatever I do not to get beat. You know what I'm saying? I might let you get a punch here too, but I ain't gonna let you beat me. I'm gonna right. do something, pick up a stick, something. Yeah, you ain't gonna beat the shit out of me. Yeah, you ain't gonna beat the shit out of me. Nah. And so, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to make kids understand that. Like, I was talking to a kid about that yesterday. It's like, hey, man, overall, hey, just pull him, man. Take that spot, line it up again, and just shut him down. Then, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't give up because a lot of kids, you, hey, they get beat by one cat, it's a wrap. Rest of the game. Yeah. The rest of the game, it's over. Like, hey, take that. Yo, what you say, you play PB, like, that's like, Lord, you gotta have a show every Got you to get burst one play, and next play, and you, on your face you still look at burst. That's it. Yeah, it's gonna be a long game day. A long. But that's what I. That's what I seen. That's the most important thing I seen yesterday. Young men, not afraid to take up eight. Mm-hmm. They took the, they they took some L's and they got up and they shook hands. In a healthy environment. In a healthy, healthy environment. environment. 
and that was the most important. That's like how you like, all I kept thinking about today and like after the jump, it's like the whole week, the shit with the young man that got killed, uh, Dion King. Um, and they keep putting that in the news. But before that, a young guy killed, another young guy killed, a 17 year old at the cookout. At the big cookout that they had over there. And then before that, a young guy had just got locked up for two murders. And like that's the only time you hear anything about black men. When the white when the when the when the white officers see you up, then you hear about. Yeah. So or if you do, if you send somebody out, they'll put that out there. Like, look at these niggas. We told y'all, but that shit just took me back to like the whole like 2003 to 2000. No, my, my thing is this. My thing is this about this, and I haven't said anything about it because. First of all, it's not my it's not my place to speak on on homicide and, and and murders and things of that nature. That's not my place to speak on because, like I said, God could be the trajectory of a bullet if the devil if if the devil was with his shooting it. It could it, that could be so. It's not my place to judge God, but the young man. I seen the video of him playing with guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out there in the life. He he. That's how they caught on to him. They was on his Instagram, and he putting this kind of stuff up on Instagram. And that, however fucked up you may say, that is illegal. And these people, these municipalities, they are paid to enforce the rules that you. That you signed to, right? So when you break the law, they they are that's what they do. That's what they do, and and you you in the illegal space. So they first of all they already knew show obviously. So he been he been he he playing with guns in the video. Right. So I hear people saying, "Well, white kids play with guns." White kids hunt. They going to ranges with guns. They live with guns. That's right. That's right. It's, it's a, a difference. But like even on that, even on that, does that make it right? What you mean? If even regardless of what color somebody is and them playing with guns, do that make it right? It does not. What you mean? That's but look, before the, we get to the gun, how they say how, how, how before we get to the gun part, I just want to say that was the beautiful thing about this uh, weekend because like. That shit took me back to like when I was a younger and like the only time I told y'all before, the only the, the, the best resources I got was the social groups. But you gotta get in trouble before you get That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and why you think that is? That's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. You just I said think, something that's very crazy. Man, Say that again. You had to get in trouble to get like the resources and the help. These are the things that we dealing with right here. But this shit, I saw seeing these young men in this element, but it just reminded me a whole bunch of young men that's not here no more. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of dudes in jail because that's where we was at. But it wasn't no lining up DMV for us to like go at during the summer, you know what I'm saying? Even if we didn't have no COVID, but for just us to go be on other gangs and not doing wild shit. But for this opportunity for the kids to get this opportunity, man, it's it's gonna change a lot for these gangs. You know what I'm saying? Because they it's all about modeling shit and putting the right shit out there. And I think if we put this out there, content the right way, we keep showing these gangs like we gonna show now. It ain't really for, for me. It ain't. It ain't for nobody else, but for us. We can show ourselves like we got gangers that's on point. 
get behind these jackets. You know what I'm saying? Support these jackets like the other ones. I don't want to say fuck them, but like the ones that's doing it, support. Them. No, because yeah, they're not getting it's support. Not, no, it's not. It's not. It's never fuck the youngs. It's not fuck them. Yeah, but it. You know, I really don't. I don't have the capacity to give you to the what you what you really need. I don't have the capacity to give it to you. You see what I'm saying? I'm only. I can only fuck with youngs that that fuck with they say. You, you got I got to own. I can't. I can't fuck with no younger that don't want nothing because yeah. you want. You ready to. You ready to. You ready to get. Get. You ready to do anything? But even, because you had nothing to do. But even how Jake said, like you had, like for you to go to Sasha Bruce, you had to get in trouble. Like I want to get to the kids before they get in trouble. That's because right. the thing about it is, is once you get in trouble, then I'm behind the eight ball. You know what I'm saying? Like now, it's like I got to have. It's like I gotta have extra shit now. Like you said, I gotta have the capacity to provide other shit for you. To watch out for to watch you. out for you and all that. That's and right. I don't have you know, I don't have I don't have that capacity. And a lot of people, I can't go to a lot of people and even try to get them in that capacity, especially with people with money. They don't wanna deal with that. You're a liability. They ain't trying to put that if, if they say, Hey, I wanna drop fifty thousand dollars on something and you do some good shit. They want to have their name in the newspaper behind that, right? That's you know what I'm saying. But that's and that and we have a lack of. That's what I'm telling you. We have a lack of. We yeah. have a lack of sophistication in our in our community as far as the black the the black men go. Because you know what the the contract says? Like a nigga who plays like sports, you gotta be real good to get like looked at and seen. Like, but the thing about this, it's if, big. If a nigga like, and I don't want to use Yaga because he probably, he gone, but a Yaga that get recognition in the street for being a dumbass, like way quicker than he will for being doing the right thing. And it won't even really come from his peers. A lot of times that shit come from older motherfuckers. Like, we support and push the wrong shit. Like, we, niggas will get up and say, oh, y'all, we got to stop this and we got to stop that. But we'll push and support some shit that's going to lead to. I got a perfect example. Kid, single mother, she got a son. He playing basketball, he playing football, playing sport, good little grades. He in sixth grade. He get to middle school, he start hanging with, you know, older family members or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They they say, hey, look, call me real quick, ride with me, he ride with him, he wants to do some bullshit. Nothing crazy, but I can go pick up some drugs or some shit. I don't know, nothing crazy. Y'all can see that, you know what I'm saying? He look cool, ain't nothing big. He ain't telling him to do that, but he just see The little nigga, he going to school, you know, one day he saying he don't want to go to school. Older cousin saying, how you stay on me? You know what I'm saying? Like, he loves staying on him. He don't do nothing, play video games all day, but older cousin got influence, you gave him the green light, he can stay home. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, like, nah, got a little girl, I'm bring her home, boom. Next thing you know, she my right. man's coming over. Next thing you know, man, I might just be with Big Cuz, because, you know, he cool. Next thing you know, Big Cuz, then you hold the jump. Next thing you know, you around there holding the jump all the time. Next thing you know, you got your own jump. Next thing you know, Big Cuz got beef with somebody, he sent you. Now you went from that trajectory of hold up, hold up, because you you missed you, you you didn't miss it, but it's a pattern in it that you just called out because so you 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 looking for initiation yeah into something, and if you don't have a dad around to do that for you yeah. it could be or a nigga with his head on straight, straight. It, they could put you on the bloody stage. Because a lot of these, I guess, like, I see every, every event we done did, like, youth day and all the other shit, like, where there's kids involved, you see it, you can put out the camera, take pictures, 
all the young little little girls, they put the two fingers to their head. Like, that's right. It's like they, that's it's, right. That's right. It's, it's in their DNA. Yeah, it's, we, we just, the shit is, the yeah. shit out there. They feed. And, they, and ain't nobody telling them, nah, let me do that. that. Everybody just saying, ah, oh, that's cute. Hold up. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something, son. And I don't, and I don't want you to, I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to, you to interrupt me because I want you to hear it. Because this is me. I kept going and kept getting in trouble and going back and forth to jail and doing things because for real, for real, I was scared. I was scared of going to prison. But what you're scared of becomes reality. And it was manifested, and I and I was going to prison. So once I realized shit, all I gotta think about is what I really wanna do, and it it come. You see what I'm saying? So when you consistently talking about death, and you consistently saying death, and you you really scared to death. You bring it to your front yeah. door. You bring it right to your front doors, huh? I promise you, every time. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, um, that's the that's the pattern we live in there. And the tone of the music is that. But and that's, it's because okay. it's hold on, one thing. Because the waves of necessity water the man. So if you listen to we was just talking about music in the car. The man is like a plant, son. If you ever, if you ever, if you play music for plants, they will, they respond to it. Men, humans are just like that. We respond to waves and water. We respond to that. So the, your environment dictates how you grow. You see what I'm saying? And the, 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 the mantra in the community, the waves in the society, Necessity is um, to survive, right? And the, the 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 tone of survival right now is get money, right? And what's the we like the pep talk? Black people like the pep talk. And what's the wave of the pep? Talk? What's the what's what's the music saying? Get money and get your gun. You see what I'm saying? So that becomes reality. Because it's talking to your soul. So, listen, bruh, That if we if we if we can't understand that, then we gonna be fucked. But that's the thing. What you just said is exactly it. Like we, you have to accept that the culture is fucked up. Yes, that's number one. Absolutely. The biggest the biggest problem is like, it's like if I it's like telling your kids to do some shit, stop doing some shit that you do every fucking day, or like yes. It's like putting a dollar in their hand and saying, hey, put that shit down. And they look at you like, you just gave it to me. Right. And then you give them another dollar. Didn't I tell you, put that, like, it's right. like, what the fuck is we doing? Because you say what you don't like, bruh. And I don't really understand this Ooh, because. say that again. Say, a lot of, uh, say that again. What you say? What? You say what you don't like. Let me say, you say, you say what you don't like. Who who keeps saying that, what, you, what we don't like? You know what? That's why I fuck with Chief Key forever. Yeah. Because he said, a bitch nigga, that's, that's the shit, shit I don't, I don't yeah. like. But, hey, 
That nigga, listen, he kept it in real. He, he's, I still don't like that shit. Yeah. A sneak, this, a, that's the shit I don't yeah. Yeah. listen. Yeah. So, for know. real, what you really, really, I, what I noticed about people, what you, what they, what they, a lot of people that be overly hating shit be the really shit they like on the low. Oh, yeah. On yeah. the low. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nah, for real. That's that's a I promise like that. you though. Yeah. Hey, listen, for real. So, listen, the shit you telling your kids don't do. You really like it. Mm-hmm. You say don't do this. Yeah. You really hold whole time. That's why. Oh, I, I can't tell my daughter. Me and my mom had this crazy conversation. Okay. Don't talk about it. I said I can't tell her not to get smoking weed if I'm smoking weed still. Yeah. Like I don't want her to smoke, keeping it a hundred, but I can't like. But I still get. Yeah. You gotta educate her. That's right. That's what I'm getting. That's right. That's why I had open lines of communication. I I can't tell her that I don't smoke if I'm still. No. Well, the reason why, like, I don't have kids, but the reason why I couldn't tell my kids not to smoke, because people growing up, people told me not to smoke. And when I did, I figured out the shit that they was telling me about it was the total opposite. Because, you know, because that we, we, yo, black people been in a state of fear, huh? Yeah. And that shit is so That shit is sad. And you know what the funny part about it though This is the funny part about it When you say that Black people have been in a state of fear So long right You know the reason The white people are going crazy Because they've never been In a state of fear And now That's right. They're in a state and of they, fear And when they're in a state of fear They Barbarian shit kick in Yeah they react They, they react. fucking get you out the way son yeah. We We so that fucking white boy, That white boy Travel across state lines To kill I, I always say this. Well, people, well, they white people. Just, the boy uh, that killed the people in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I don't, I, you know, people, I don't be on to that shit. always saying, like, like, duh, I'm like, listen, this is, like, the whole reason why I never like to be a big gun person. Like, I ain't saying they necessarily nothing like that, but, like, why I personally never be, like, a big, like, gotta get a bunch of dogs, because I've never seen a person get a gun and not either use it immediately or, like, try to get that shit. You've never seen it? It's like, the whole person changes, like, I, I didn't see, I never forget day one time we was in McDonald's. My man was trying to holler at his job. I probably like 13, 14. She put a deuce bag on the purse. It was like, boy, let me walk over a bit. Like, just press in McDonald's, just like pull it out just because. Because it like, give you that, it give you that you jack. See people change and like, you see people get what they ain't never like, mm-hmm. you say hot and courage and shit, right? Bro, you know, with courage is being afraid and facing something that you're afraid of, I feel like. Or what the bravery? Like people say, oh, hot and courage and this and that. But I see a lot of people get guns, and sometimes people don't realize. Sometimes other shit happens. You know what I'm saying? They gotta go to jail. But a lot of people get guns, and they just change. Like I got the power. Like, yeah. This is because I want to do something with this shit. You, that, that, this, you, I said that powerless people cannot recognize power outside of themselves. So when you get a hold of something that you deem as powerful. And you never felt power before, son. You gonna turn up. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, that's what I'm telling you. If you have to, you we have we to. Recognize, we just gotta yeah. accept that shit fucked up. Like we can't keep it. Cause that's my biggest thing. We be pretending, bro. Like this, we be having conversations. People get on networks. People in real life and talk to you and say, Nah, we need to come together. This and that. Bro, y'all shut the fuck up. But it ain't. Y'all really, they, they don't, y'all nobody really, want to come yeah, here. Really because people don't understand it's never going to be peace here. It's not. It's never going to. It's, it's never been a utopia like that. It's always been war. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we, we this is like that's what I'm saying. That's why it's I don't. Territorial. Yeah, I don't get involved in that. I don't get involved with that because, and like I said, I believe in guns. I believe in protecting. I believe in service weapons. But you believe, but but the thing about this, like, so I believe in mental too. Like, I ain't, I ain't saying I would never get one. But it's different types of protection. I've seen them get abused to the extent where I understand what people do with Bruh, guns. I, 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 just I don't like, play with. I see. I don't play with guns. Nah, you. I ain't talking about you. I'm just no, saying. I'm like, just saying. I've seen, I've seen enough of people abusing guns to the point where I'm just like, bruh. Like, For me, guns is like. I don't care. Like I, I've carried a gun. Let me see. I've been my whole life, and when I can say carried a gun on me and felt like I need protection outside of my home with a gun, I can say probably my whole life a month. And in that month, it let me realize that I don't, hey, really, I don't I need really to be carrying this around. Yo, because it's a different feeling. It's, it's a different feeling. It's it's a a different different feeling. feeling. You I need to use this. Yeah. But to use it requires... Or not or not no point of I need to use it, but it's just on the point of... It's just kind of like it's just kind of like knowing death, right? If you if you know when you're going to die... You're gonna, at that point, yeah, you know you're going to do, do, do so much other shit before then, right? So if you know I got this... If I know I got this gun, right... I can end anything before it starts, right? And so that's the that's the mentality that you start to have as you're carrying a gun. That I can end anything before it started. He run up on me, I can end it. He ain't, I ain't got to say nothing to him. He say something stupid to me, it's over. Yeah. And that's the mentality that you start to have. And that's why I say it's di- the difference. When you carry a gun, it's a difference in protection. It's like, for me, having a gun is to protect my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, because, like, take, for instance, 2017. Yeah, yeah. 2017, I got carjacked. Two cats running up, run up, stole my stole my car, pulled me out. I'm pulled my coat, everything. I didn't know this. Yeah, I, this was this was up uh, um, Green uh, Greenbelt area. Seriously? Yeah. Stole my car. What, what happened? I was at the gas station pumping gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so, but even when I think about like think about this, what the situation could have been if I had a gun. Could have been a talk, could have not been sitting here, could have been a totally different situation. Like, as the point of, hey, you know what? By me not having a gun, you can get this car. That shit, I got a brand new one. <laughs> like, two months later, they paid off the balance of that. Like, it's it's more things that I still have and still have opportunity to do just because of the fact that, hey, I'd have had a gun on me. If I'd have had it on me, they could have, they might have saw that and it'd have been old. Like, again, they'd have had that chance to end anything before it even starts. And so when you have a gun, you put yourself in that situation to where you can end anything before it starts or somebody can end you before it starts. Like a police can end you before it starts just because he saw the gun. But my thing is this. Okay. Yo, like like I said, I, I've carried guns um, because I had beef. Mm-hmm. So, and I had beef with people that I knew it wasn't gonna be no talk. Yeah. It was gonna be it was on site. Yeah, it's on site. It's been understood that yeah, when when I see you, we gonna we gonna whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yo, I carried the I carried the shoebox for a whole year in a bag. And niggas thought I was getting shoes. Hmm. But I had the whole the, gym, I had the boy on every time. A whole year. So but that energy was just the energy was so fucked up. Like you know what I'm saying? The energy was just for yeah. I didn't like the energy. So after 
After that, that's a song, bro. Yes, after that, metals. Any metals. That's why metals affect your body. It affects your your psyche. But the thing about guns is it has a direct reflection on your manhood. Yeah. On your dick. No disrespect. Sorry. But yeah. That's what that's what the white boy uses for. But we the white boy has has been in, indoctrinated in our heads about these guns. You know what I'm saying? For real, black people don't black men for if we really get our shit together, we don't even need no guns for real. Nah. Our presence do enough. That's right. Our presence do enough. That's right. Say it again, man. Our presence Mr. Messi. Say it again. I mean, and the thing, like, if you if you think I'm joking, like, that's right. Look at how when the fruit show up. Look at how when the Nation of Islam show up. They don't show up with no gun. They don't show. We gonna put these. We put these beats we, on. Yeah, them. they don't show. They ain't never showed up. with now they got guns. It's like a sense of man. Like when you were the president of certain man, like and they get that. Like them niggas carry themselves like a way. Hold up. Hold no, 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 no. Let me touch on that. And you saw that yesterday. You yeah. saw that like, yesterday. I ain't even gonna take it there with them because I got too much. You, you saw that. You, so you saw that yesterday. Yes. You saw that yesterday. And even on both sides, even on both sides, like we was touching this, and I was gonna say this earlier. Even on both sides, like a shot of the coach Bink at That's Dunbar. Right. Yeah. What what Bink is doing with his program at Dunbar? Like I don't know those kids' situations. Whether they got fathers at home, like but some of their mothers showed up. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And stayed out there all day long. That's right. You know why? Because they know that the man that their son is following them, Coach Bent, they got them. They, yeah. they, he, you know and what I'm saying? You know what, damn, he brought up yesterday? I'm like, damn, this is my nigga, dog. You don't even know who you know. The nigga brought up the nigga named Lionel, right? Mm-hmm. So Lionel, like a legend around the way. A lot of people in the city know him. He's a legend around our way because he used to do this kickboxing program, like martial arts. I could get the form, but it was like a real rare form. And he was teaching it to some of the kids, but I had a program that did. Mm-hmm. Lionel was the coach. He was really involved when the Cougars was like doing good in football. Like he was, a, he was. A, I seen Lionel stop fights. I seen Lionel step in front of niggas that was about to get to shoot me. Like I seen Lionel, like he was a whole different type of man. Yeah, yeah. He ain't carry no gun. Peace to the and all the kids respected Lionel, or everybody, the mothers. Like it was a lot of bullshit that ain't happened mm-hmm. down there because of Lionel. When he passed, I didn't even feel uh, around there about the hell. But real talk, when you seen Lionel die and. You know, a couple of other dudes that could be that had disappeared, like, how he died? Uh, it was natural causes, I think. I forgot how, I thought it was hot, but it was natural causes. But when he passed away, I mean, it wasn't nobody behind him to, like, carry that man, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that's what was needed, like, that man to where the gun element don't even come up, because this like a real man. You mean, you wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only people that would is somebody who try to, like, really take us out. They yeah. say, we're going to take our leader, but, like, like you said, this is the day yesterday. Like the youngest need to see that they need to be in environments where like they can flourish and be themselves around. Man, ain't nobody telling them what to do. That's right. You can be yourself, like cause that's why niggas love to walk across. Right. Like that's like the most diverse place you probably ever going to meet. Right. Yeah. A bunch of different type of niggas. Ain't nobody policing nobody. We just all running along. It might be a nigga that and fuck it's up a, every game. It might be some cold shit, but you're not gonna disrespect. And, 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 and that's why I'm about to say, listen, this is why puppies. If you take them away from their 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 litter too early, they be a wild ass yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. Them when that time that they come out the litter and that what six weeks when you take them home, 
it's time for them to get adjusted to life and respect from mm-hmm. others. Because yeah. if you don't, if you bite me, I'm gonna bite the, your I'm ass back, back, and yeah. you're not gonna like it. Shit. But if you never did, yeah, got, you never got bit. That joke gonna be wild as shit, and it's gonna be biting everything, son. I promise you. And that's that's what happened with these youngest. If you get them around their peers, their peers will check them. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Because everybody ain't an alpha though. But they got. But the thing about this, like again, they got like with 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 what Biggie's built the Dunbar. You gotta think like four years ago, Dunbar like might have won zero or two games. Like they were the laughing stock of, of DC public schools. Like, but then, then but we talking about Dunbar. Like Dunbar always has had a strong program in the past. And so when Ben got there, he'll tell you like, man, we might have won. We might have lost every game the year before. We might have won two our first year. But they were state champs last year. That's but right. then when you see them as a program, you can see why they are state champions. They got a sense of pride. They got a sense of pride. And then when he show up, it's, it's respectful. Even my wife said, like, hey, wait a minute. These kids, these different kids. You ain't hear a bunch of cuss. Yeah. Even you when you did, it was respectable. Yeah, you ain't hear a bunch of Everybody was carrying themselves like how they supposed to carry themselves. Right. Right. Because they knew the energy was out there. And what, 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 uh, what y'all gonna say tomorrow? I think the whole DC out here. That shit was big because we got a bad rap. Yeah. What do you say? He said, I think the whole DC out here. Yeah, pretty Over much. Time, like that's a that's a good because DC out get a bad rap. I think the only WCAC school probably was uh, Curl. Yeah, they had a couple kids out there. Uh-huh. He said, I'm gonna get a bad rap. Kids ain't got no discipline. That, and that's not that's true. That's not what we saw yesterday. They don't. They, they respect who they respect. They respect real shit. Yeah. And if you ain't real, they not fuck. They not respecting you. If they if you don't come from a place of real, if you they not even hearing you. And even, and with those that's types it. of kids, and you got to think like with those types of kids, like yeah, you do. As a kid, I mean, even as we grew up, you got kids that were whether they were into sports, whether they were into academics. Whether they were into whatever they were into, right? And then you had the knuckleheads, right? And so you could tell, you could tell by those kids, like those kids are easily be knuckleheads. Like I said, I could go, I could pull up some of their Instagram page, and you'd be like, "All right, we got to work with him." You know what I'm saying? But you got to have situations like you got to have people like us. You got to have people like Coach Big. Situations like DMV, uh, lining up DMV that keeps them into something that shows them. Because one thing sports taught about taught me about was. A whole, it, I learned sports, I learned the technical side of that, but then I learned the whole, I learned life. You know what I'm saying? And that's what those kids are learning. They're learning how to yesterday, learn how to compete, get beat, get back up, figure out what I did wrong, make some adjustments on the fly, but keep going. Don't give up. And, like you said, also, I know how to be a man around other men. That's right. Whether they're grown men, whether they're men my peers. You know, I can see. Be and, yeah, exactly. A lot of times, this ain't no shock, but like, a lot of times, like, It's not to say they're not men because they is men. But sometimes you see like traits where they get around other strong men and they like they get too defensive. Mm-hmm. That's why they get too submissive. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ah, still be yourself. Be yourself. So, like, ain't nobody even here. Because you haven't been initiated. You haven't been initiated. But they also got to be around the men that's going to let them be themselves. Like, for me, like, I get around, like, my sister. He said, he said, man, you know, I ain't coaching them up too much, man. I'm letting them do their thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they get. Sometimes, you, Sometimes you just gotta let them do their thing. You gotta let them do their thing, and that's fine. But he also knows that hey, when time come around, I know when to put my foot down. You know what I'm saying? Like you again, you gotta let. It, you don't want a puppy to bite. You don't want them to be doing all that biting, right? You don't want them to be biting shit because then they get into a biting habit. But at some point in time, 
you gotta let them go and bite something. Go and bite something so you can know how it is to feel to put clamp down on something and this and that. So you can know if you can this nigga bites you, can you, you know what to do back. So, I mean, that, that that was one of the good parts of yesterday. I mean, like I said, yesterday was just a good feeling, man. It was good to see the kids, man. I, for me, I don't, I, I just want to, I just want to get kids to do cool shit. I'm, I'm still a kid in my heart. And so, a lot of shit that That's I be wanting to do, a lot of shit that I be wanting to do, if I could just grab a couple of kids off the street, if somebody right now gave me a 16 passenger van <laughs> and said, hey, you go, Mincy. Nigga, I'll probably just be driving around to the hood, picking up kids, and we just doing shit. Just doing cool shit. Because I know it's going to be at least 10 kids that's going to say, hey, man, I don't care what y'all doing over there. I know Mr. Mincy coming around here with his van, and I'm going to get on it. And whatever he, say we, whatever he say we doing today, damn it, I'm doing it. And then when Mr. Mincy come around and say, hey, I'm about to take y'all on this college tour. I'm going to go on this college tour because I know, like, shh, shh, shh. no, I'm just saying, just period. Whatever Mr. Missy, whatever he ain't never, whatever he picked me up to say we gonna do, I've always had a good time in it. I, I ride with that. Look, that's how it was. That's what Mr. Torch was to me, Sasha Bruce. But I had to get in trouble. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want you to get in trouble. This is the solution. Like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, all this shit put in that media, the only time y'all gonna show us is when we go to fuck this shit. All right, we get it. So, we gonna show up when y'all get that. It's y'all get doing good shit, and that's how you can get on. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you say, all I wanna do, get an interview. After they sing like Jamar and Jump, mm-hmm. yeah, hey, look, cuz, we'll, we'll highlight you. We'll, we'll highlight the positive. If y'all gotta keep keep doing positive, nigga, we'll keep letting y'all That's the point. People get... wanna see that. Like, I'll keep coming. If you keep doing something, I'm kinda upset that I, I'm not, like, I'm kinda upset, kinda like now that I, I coach in PG County again, none of my students were out there, I have more relationship with the students from yesterday that I got with my students to where it's like, damn, I'm like, shit, I'm hoping that we don't have games on the nights to Blue and D and, and, Riverdale Baptist and and Dunbar got games. I yeah, really want to go to their games. I want to see Cuz. That's my back. I want to see. Hey, man, let me. T- hey, look. And let me I want to see little short dude. From hey, us. real talk. It's two dudes that I don't want to see. What's the younger for? What's it? The real deal. Hey, I like him. You know why I like him though? He did that. He's no, so talk, he, he got hands. He got so hands. But the thing about this though, hand his shit. This is the funny part about it though. This is the funny part about it. He came out there looking like an adult. And I'm gonna give you this. That's right. But he came out there in a backwards Nike hat. That's right. He Nike. came out there like Jerry White. Nigga. Yes, yes. That's exactly. <laughs> that's Real exactly. Talk. Yeah, I'm Real dead. Talk. He, hey, Real he talk. came out. Real he talk. flipped he a like Nike. Joe. He flipped sure. a Nike golf hat back. Right. Had a zip up. Had a zip up polo on. Zip that shit down. With, some his glo- short. with his gloves on, ready to work, son. Yeah, I'm talking about looking. I'm, I'm Real listen, talk. Listen, I never played sports, right? I never played sports, son. But I know. What it looked like. Yeah, and he, I watched them. I know. I know football. I know new. I I study shit. That's my. That's my freaky part. I like to study things. <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. So I stu- That's what I'm saying. So I once I get intrigued by something, I will study You're that shit at, yeah. in and out. You know what I'm saying? Youngin can play. Him. It was him. He can play. Yeah, like I said, we got a good five. He got a mentality. Sticks, sticks, sticks was nasty too. Hey man, look, sticks, 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 and this is, what, this is how I know he watches football, too, and he studies his position. That's right. He studies his position, right? 
He had on the traditional cornerback outfit. We take two or three long socks and we scrunch them up. And they that's that'd be the only thing you see. You can look at Dion's pictures. Three layers of socks. Three layers of socks and they come right up. When I saw that and I saw them long skinny legs, and this is another thing. When he gets that, when he gets in front, when he lines up, I seen right? him. I seen him. I this seen is how him. he is. That's right. I seen when him. I saw that and I saw him move, I was like, oh yeah, he got it. He can feet. Footwork, yeah, he hand got, placement, he moved. I love it. He got him a pick yesterday, him, too. Yeah. He got him a pick. I love, I, he got I, him a pick. He got beat. And then back to the pass bound. Come yeah, he, crazy. Like. But, and that's the point. That's what, and I pulled him to the side yesterday and said, hey, then look, you got the talent. And the, the part about this, he knows it. He knows he's got talent. And all he knows that he needs is, I just need a little bit of coaching because you ain't the first person that told me that I'm relying on talent. And I get it. If a lot of people have told you you're relying on talent, and you hear it and you understand it and you can repeat that back to me, then I know I know what you're not getting. You're not getting the coaching. That's right. So once he gets the coaching, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He sticks. Sticks. Denim. Yeah, he's tough. I like him. Denim tough. Denim going to be 6'4", 210, 220. I like him. I'm looking at Denim like, hey, I, as a corner, even as a safety, I now, wouldn't want to match up against him. Real talk. Think That's about, a dog fight. Think about if seven of the top ten kids from my day yesterday could go to the school right now. Like, that's a difference. Like, the difference. I don't care who you recruit, whatever else. You get seven of those kids that came out, you got But see, this is the point. The thing about the bat, the thing that I don't like about HBC is the way, I mean, for the, for the longest, we've always recruited the leftovers, right? And one thing, like, when you look at, say, UGA, Everybody comes up with, when they recruit, they recruit hard. And the thing that upsets me about Howard is a lot of those kids aren't going to get the big offers. They're not going to get, now if, I, if they went to camps down south, they would get offers. They would get the Tuskegee's, the Bethune's. They would start to get those offers. They would start to get maybe the Georgia State's, um, uh, uh, Bowling Green's and stuff like that, right? So they would maybe get some mid-majors. But being that they're not in that area, they're not going to get those. The Atlanta kids are going to run them out of there. Yeah. They they are they already yeah. already running them out there. And if they're not doing nothing big up here, then they not, they run out of them. So Howard can easily realistically say, Hey, if, if Howard set up a, a a hashtag campaign online and said recruit DMV and just literally said and got and started making public announcements well, just saying, DC, let's just say they only did D C out of the Yeah, shit. period. Just, hey, just don't hey. <laughs> Talking too much. Nah, 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 nah. I want him to do no. it. No, I want him no, to do it. No, they would never listen, know, son. Listen, how would listen, never, son. Listen, how would never make this cool. Listen, that, son. You create the pipeline. You, you, all you got to do is create. But he ain't got to worry about it. Because how would never? Do no, it. no, 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 no. I want them to hear that I am creating. That's what I'm doing now. No, you need to go. You need to go to see the coach. No, 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 no. Listen, what I'm saying. I'm creating the pipeline now. I'm, I'm letting you know what I'm going to do. So when I show up at your office. You know why I'm here. So you know that, hey, look, you need to create and just get on TV, get on everything, and say, recruit DMV, recruit DC, and let people know. But Howard would never do that. That's crazy. They would never That's do that. crazy. Because Howard is. That's crazy. Howard is, is, is to, this is not me, my opinion, but this is, I feel like, what, what Howard is. Howard is, I feel like. They're above. That's fucking stupid. Hey. That's, no, I'm, not, not, I'm just saying that about Howard. Like, that's about like me being, that's about like me saying like, I'm Listen, Georgia State and I'm not going to recruit the kids in Atlanta. I wanted to go to Howard. I wanted to walk on to Howard. Uh, 
my second year playing semi-prime, I'm gonna walk on the Howard and shit, because I got a little bigger and better and shit. But they told me, nigga told me, then they recruited, they ended up, um, I used to look at like the players that were signing like every year to kind of see like, okay, what position can you look at, school looking at and shit. But that AD told me, uh, the AD and the first coordinator was like, nah, we ain't, we don't need no DBs, like, you know, nah. Not even though, just flat out, nah. Whole time, I ended up getting a deal. This nigga, the AD, worked that deal. And he went and played at Howard. He was a Howard, he ain't even remember it, bro. Yeah, the thing, the, the bad part about Howard is like. They don't want, like, they want to pick, Howard wants their people. They want their yeah, they, Howard people. Yeah, they want Howard people. They want Howard And people. the thing about that is like, how the outside. They can make Howard but here's the part, here's the part. When Howard actually had a coach. What's the ALS over here? Oh, um, the thing like when Howard actually had a coach, Coach Howard, um, from that came over from UVA, they ran him off. They ran him off, and they was actually winning. The boy went and got Cam Newton's net, uh, got Cam Newton's brother, and y'all went, y'all were winning. And then alumni get and, and some kids' parents that don't get on that that are Howard kids, because, you know, he wasn't bringing in Howard kids. He was bringing in actually football players then. But now you get Howard kids that are now there, and they're saying, oh, we don't like the way the coach is treating us, and we don't like this. And that's the thing. If you want to win football games, you got to have football players. You got to have kids that's like. Why? What you think? That character is going to be, why they play like how they play, that shit, like, people see players in the NFL, they might see a nigga who play, like, crazy violent, but you might listen to him talk. He might be calm and mild-mannered, and it might be like, he might have a soft voice or whatever. He's like, man, this nigga. Like, like Ricky Williams. Rick, like Ricky, Ricky Williams. But he is, he is who he is on that field. That's right. Like, fuck what he's saying. Because like, cause it's a difference between, because it's, like some, you got to have the velvet, you got to have the iron fist with the velvet glove. Yeah. Real That's soft. Like you got to have both sides. I don't know how to describe that submission. It's like some. It's time for war. It's when it's, it's war when the time. Light, for it's me, time, I know, like, for me, like, for instance, like, I've never been, I'm, our practices, where I went to school, like, our practices were better than our games. Like, people will tell you that. Our practices were, you You might want to come to our practice before you come to a game. Because you, the game is going to be boring. You're going to leave by halftime. Um, and so, that was my thing. And I've never been a practice person. I hated practice. I've never been a practice person. But when the lights come on, when the lights come on, I one. You get a chance to show off for the people. It's, it's this, like... But see, that's not how it started. It started off, for me, it started off as, like, I really used to like the game, right? I really used to like the game. And then I got to high school, and my high school team turned into what it is. And then I learned the business side of it, but then I also learned one of the best parts of it is I learned the entertainment side of it. Mm-hmm. Like, overall, football is entertainment. So I learned to entertain based off of a Michael Jordan quote. Of He said... Never know who is going, who's here to watch a game, and it might be the last time that it might be the first time and the last time they ever watch you. So at least give them something to want to come back to watch. Sure. And so that's the, that's how I took it as I got older. Of oh no, this is entertainment. Like especially when you got this helmet on, you can't see my face. Oh, I'm gonna let you know. All right, cool. Hey, who that down there with the jacket on? This nigga, the only nigga with his jacket on. On who is? Oh, that's Miss. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to become known then. Like, I, I got to do something here on this field. And so even when you look at the players that I like, they did Charles Woodson. I mean, this nigga beat up David Boston. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> 
Buster Hosman posed on you. You know who one of my favorite players was? Roy Williams, bro. Yeah, Roy Williams. Which one? Texas. Yeah. Yeah. The Cowboys. Mm-hmm. For five years, he was busting shit. Oh, the, the safety? Or, or yeah, Horse Collar Roy. Yeah. Horse Collar Roy. They say, I used to know this chick that say Roy Williams was, the, was, was a weirdo. So I can believe was, that. He, he, was, he was a real weirdo type nigga. A lot of them Texas niggas are weirdos, man. But the thing about it is, like you said, it's like you got the nigga off the field, but then once you get forced, you, you play, once you put that helmet on, you put them pads you on. You accept it. You can be yeah, whatever you like, like, say you can't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit becomes and anything. A lot of niggas do be crazy and sick, but... <laughs> That be that be the way. Like I thought I was playing semi-prop for that shit for five years, man. It was, a, it was a lot of wild motherfuckers I played with, man. But like they they had to play, like they had to play. And them niggas, don't we used to play with a nigga. Uh, I was telling Vince to tell you the story about this nigga. We had teammates that just smoke both before every game. I swear yeah. to God, yeah, you told smoke both. We get a Jaden and a Jack, nigga, strong as shit out there, looking crazy though, son. But like he had, son, he was a jail nigga, bro. bro he did not. Play football, he'd be doing life somewhere. So, yeah. Big, we yes, strong ass. I don't know. Hope that in jail, man. But the baby mama got to it one of the games. That shit was crazy. Trying to fight that shit. Hey, that, make, that need to be an episode alone about that shit. About that semi pro shit. Son. I heard about that. Tell shit. the story about when the, the, the nigga got smoked on the field. The, the nigga was hitting it. Bruh, I didn't even. That team was weird because, like, the team I played for before, it was like a team, like, I ain't go out and hang with them niggas, but it felt more like a team. Like everybody had their own life. But the team we was playing for, where that shit happened, it was I mean, how the fuck y'all get together in semi pro? Like, y'all niggas just sign up. You just find yeah, teams. You just find yeah. teams. Because yeah, it's like some a teams, Some teams got ESBs, different leagues. I had equipment and shit. Yeah. How the fuck y'all get fun? Y'all was getting paid. Nah, you don't get paid. It's, it's just like fun. For fun, that's nah, why. Like but, I always said, well, I've always, nah, it's, this is the this is the this is the interesting part of it. That's how you told your shit up and for fun. Not too much to train. Not for fun, but I, like I always said, like it's, it's a different makeup. So it's like for me, I started playing when I was eighteen. So when I first started playing, I'm like, I can still, I was like, I still school, got it. I said I can get some tape to get a college. Like my thing was, I twenty four so, was my so cap. So, so, so you so you was trying to go to college to play football. Yeah. So, Cause I had got I had got looks, but I ain't really. It was all like, well, you can. Walk you ain't got one scholarship. You didn't get one scholarship. Nah, it was just all the only school I'm trying to suck in. What was your tackles? What was your tackles like at high school? So what was you nice? What was you play? I played safety and corner. At high school, okay. I corner. Um, semi-pro, I played safety. Um, but yeah, that's was in the good. box. Both. Okay. Box and free. Most of the time, I started out as free. I ain't got to stop playing in the box, but like later. But. Um, I ain't gonna lie, it was weird because I started playing football when I was 11. Then I played rugby, and I ain't really like that shit. And then I ain't played football again until until grade because 11th grade I kicked all the teams. So I had kicked all the teams. My grades is bad. What did you think? So they told me that. So you ain't love football more than you love your grades? Nah, I did, but I just, school was was weird. That's a whole nother conversation. I didn't really understand, like, you know what? It was weird. But when I first started playing, I was still like learning the game. I loved it, but I was still like I was learning that you had to learn how to play football. But the first, my first time playing football, I couldn't catch. Uh-huh. They probably threw me like ten passes up for all of them. So they put me on this defense and let the first thing offense is run at. But I wasn't going like that. So they ended up putting me pop over. I played youth football 
Outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. So what, what positions you play? You want to know? I'm going to tell you what positions I played as, as a little kid. What positions you play? I, uh, I said, as a kid, I played outside linebacker. I played strong safety. They probably uh, had linebacker most of the time. What position do you think I played as a kid? Quarterback. I was on the fucking line. For real? I was a husky. Oh, up until like seventh grade, I was a husky. Like I right. even, yeah, I was a husky. So I, my first position, you still got them fat boy tennis. Yeah, my first position. But think about this though. So even like take this. So my first position was center. Like, yeah. like I was a nigga that yeah, hiked the yeah. ball. That's right. I was a nigga that hiked the ball. That's right. But even like all, but and I'll tell you the best part about this. So all through little league, I played. All throughout the offensive line, I play offense. I play guard, tackle, center. I play all that until I got to middle school, and then the niggas looking at me like, hey, "You ain't playing goddamn. Get your ass out the way." So then in middle school, I went to outside linebacker, and was all right. But then I still had a bunch of offensive line tendencies. Yeah. Right. So it allowed me to move. I could play outside linebacker and down at defensive end. Oh. Right. So, again, now, that's middle school. No, I'm not husky at this time. I'm shaping up. Yeah, I'm growing up now. I'm growing up now. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, I get to high school, and them niggas looking at me at this point in time, I'm 180, 175, 180. Well, I get to high school, I'm 165, 170. Them niggas looking at me, they ain't no outside linebacker. Nah, hey, go go over there with the defensive backs. Now, again, now, mind you, I played everything from offensive line, defensive line, linebacker to safety, right? So in high school, I played all three of those positions. I was listed as a safety. I played defensive. I, on third down, I would come down and rush the quarterback. We bring in our nickel package. I played outside linebacker when we went uh, cover three, and I was really down in the box, and we played four linebackers. So I was able to play all down. But this is the point, though. Guess what I made all region at in high school? What? Offensive tackle. Word. That's where I got my awards from. My all of my awards are from the offensive line. Especially the strongest shit on that motherfucker. That's cool. And I got a scholarship <laughs> as a safety. That's crazy. Yep. So that's why I said like football taught me like <laughs> Yeah, I still got I still got it here, man. I still got it here. But I meant like that's why I said like football, it can teach you a lot of different things. Like you don't know where you start off. Like again, I started off as a husky and was ended up being able to play. That was when my coach came and recruited me, it's like that's the best part. Like you move to a couple of different spots, I can pull you down in the box. You're not afraid to hit. You know how to cover. You know how to run. So I can put you on any that's side the of the thing. field. It's like just be versatile. Yeah. When I first started playing semi pro, it was like a mixture, bro. You had niggas that was that never played football in life playing because they just wanted to look cool. You had old niggas that went to school mm-hmm. like that was in their thirties, but they don't play D one, D one, double A. They still want to play. Still got you had niggas like me trying to tape. Trying to go somewhere. We had niggas that played in like Canada and like other leagues that were just trying to stay in shape for like tryouts and shit. But it was like a, the talent level was like up and down, like bum ass niggas and tight ass niggas. But man, long story short, we started fighting for this team called the Falcons. I ain't even about to get into a person for the team, but I, I really want to feel it. You know what I'm saying? One day I'm about to go to practice. Tell Kobe and her mother, she y'all ain't even hear no gunshots, bro. I get to the bottom of the pocket lot, and it's crazy because the nigga who did it, he played safety, so we had position groups and What was they beefing about? I don't know. So I wasn't, it wasn't like a team atmosphere. Like, it was, you was just cold showing up I at work. Ran, 
That's it, son. Like, so fuck y'all yeah, niggas for real, for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to get on the field. Like, just it's not about tape. I'm just trying, like, let them niggas show. Like, I'll bust your way. Like, that's all I'm trying to show. Yeah. And the team was crazy because, like I said, you had niggas that wasn't good playing and niggas that was good playing. <laughs> What? This the weirdest shit, bro. Because anybody me. can join a semi-pro. It was me and the nigga Darren. Right. And niggas be knowing each other and shit. Like, same was weird, son. But kickoff team, right? The team I'm coming from, we on the sideline after coin toss. We on the, it's everything organized. This special team is offense, defense, special team, special team. Everything all organized. So I'm used to, oh, in the practice, we know who punt team is, we know who kickoff team is, we know who punt return is. Right. So, yeah, it'd be the niggas who we ain't getting ticked, man. Shit, we got special teams. Fuck that. Yeah, so, we get in the game, we get in the yeah. we won't get no ticks. Kamikaze, like, man. Go down there. Like, Suicide. It's like, look, we ain't getting no ticks. That's right. Me and this nigga ain't getting no ticks. We like, shit. I said, man, I'm going on. He said, me too. Fuck that. So, we walk on the line. We on the sideline. I said, kick off team. Niggas like, scared. Like, I'm like, bro, we, this this can't be real. Team I come from, this don't happen. But this team. But they were scared like, to get on the field? This is how you know niggas escape. Mr. Tell them lie. Kick off team. Nine niggas in line. Yeah, if you don't want to kick up. Nine like, niggas in line. If you, so like the other two. Y'all, so don't nobody want to step up? If it's ever an empty space, like, bro, somebody's scared. So, yeah, that's my spot. You ain't I ain't want to be on kickoff team at the end of the game, but when we was kicking, if we was the yeah, first person is, kicking off, it's something I wanted good, to be on Some niggas are too good for it. I ain't going to hold you. Some niggas are too good for that shit. But in, like, certain levels of football, no matter how good you is, like, if, you, if the last short, somebody got to step in. If it's only mad niggas and they need an extra man, two man, somebody step in, nobody step in that. So me and Darren, we get there, you know what I'm saying? I, the, the line that was empty wasn't even with me and him was standing there. Yeah. There was two other niggas. Yeah. Coach walked past, look at us, don't say nothing. I had the little visor and shit. So he <laughs> you had a visor? Y'all looking sweet. No, he walked past, he don't say nothing. So I'm just, you know, whatever. <laughs> Darn, I see Darn. You spent your money on the visor, nigga? Nigga, what? Sorry, I, that I was in high school. Hey, what year was that? Probably 2011. So, and when I was, so you probably really couldn't really, if you, unless I you was in the league, school, unless you was in the league, you really couldn't wear visors until maybe like 04, 05. Because we wanted them shits in school. Oh, we started, then it got yeah, banged. And then, and then yeah. like, Under Armour and Nike mm-hmm. started putting out the jumps. Okay, so you But I already had a jump, but we on the, we on the land and shit. And this team ain't that personal. We just literally come just to play. Like, I'm, I'm trying to get work. So, we on special team line. Another coach come and say, get out, get out. Trip. I ain't moving, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the blow? It's still only nine niggas. Yeah. He tell us, man, get down on special team. Man, what's special team? He called to whoever do down. He want to get in on special team. I'm like, this is the type of, type of team is y'all niggas running. We, we got a game of Virginia Beach, right? Team that beat us. Y'all was traveling? Y'all had yes, a bus? Son, this team's Pittsburgh. Y'all had a bus? Rocky Mount. Nah, you, you, you can't get none of that. You can't get none of that. Because you want to go to college, you can't get none of that. So you had so, to drive to the game? Yeah, yeah I was driving everywhere. Man, what the fuck? That's, 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 like, that's back when I had my license and shit. But this is the type of team we was playing on, right? The year before, when I was with the Rams, we went out to Virginia Beach, played the team called the Trojans. It's a stadium out there. We did them niggas dirty, you know what I'm saying? Came back, celebrated, felt good. Like, hey, you know what we did, we supposed to do. The next year, Falcons go down there. Nigga, tell me why we pulled up. Let me get this right. I think it was 25 minutes before the kickoff when we pulled up. They rushed us in the locker room, said, y'all gotta change. We get on the field, fresh off the bus, open the kickoff, goes to the house. The owner slash coach nigga or whatever, he on the field telling the ref to eat a dick and all this. Something embarrassing, son. Fast forward, 
the safety nigga. We in the position group together. Who was the coach? <laughs> Who the we, fuck is these sorry, coaches? I'm telling you, bro. It was the shit was crazy. The we in position for drill and shit. So I'm trying to get on the field safety. It's three niggas bigger than me. Two of them ass. You know what I'm saying? One nigga just look like he be in gold gym all day, but he ass. This nigga. He acts. I ain't worried about him. This uncool nigga. He just, he just a strong nigga. That's another thing you see my pro was. A bunch of strong grown men. Yeah, they, 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 they just want bang bags. Yeah. Yeah. Some niggas was ass. But, <laughs> so I'm, I'm fighting. It's me and a, and a nigga that, you know what I'm saying, did, did the nigga dirty. We, I'm, I'm trying to take his spot. Because he's starting. He all right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I'm like, I'm trying to take this nigga's spot. Yeah. So you playing safety? Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking is like, you know, trying to be on point. Me and Tay and Vince, we be training and shit like, up tech every day, you know what I'm saying, getting in there. So one day better go to practice, we all on the block and shit, you know what I'm saying? Vince say, man, I'm about to go up there, I said, I'm gonna come up there too. I said, give me like a few minutes. So I'm hopping at Kobe and I'm up, boo boo, you know what I'm saying? I'll be back. I get to walking, you know what I'm saying? Mind you, I don't really know nobody just we don't know nobody's team for real. Like we don't even know coach for real. We just like playing. I don't know what the fuck going on. I don't even hear no gunshot, bro. Like we walk to the motherfucker, uh I get to the ramp, the top of the ramp from McKinley, and I just see everybody running and screaming. And I see Vince, he walking like, Sigh. Sigh. he just shot the coach. Sir, said his name, he shot the coach. So what the fuck, son? So I look, you see everybody running. You see a body in the middle of the jump. So I'm like, oh shit. So I get to walk back to the house like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Yo! So, we get back. What? And, and yeah. I'm back. My baby, my colleague, she's like, uh, what's, what happened? What's wrong? I said, bro, we had practice today. <laughs> I said, I'm going to go somewhere. Yo! But you know what's crazy, though? Is we definitely kept playing. Are you serious? We definitely kept After playing. After the coach got smoked? Son, like, nothing happened. I swear to God, son, it was like, nothing happened. Yo, that's crazy. It was like, nothing happened, son. That was my last year playing with them. I went back to the other team. I played with. You, like, you did all that for f- f- football, or something? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't understand, like you niggas that you understand, like niggas that play football. We are some of the craziest. But niggas. not even that though. Look, I son, I went from eleven year old playing football to rugby, wrestling, soccer, all shit I ain't want to do. Basketball, I'm like, I don't want to play none of this shit. Get to high school, tech don't even got no football team. So I felt like, man, I still had some shit, you know, I think I can get to college and you shit. You had like, some juice left. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I felt satisfied, but that shit was just semi-pro was an interesting experience. Uh, like, when I told my shit, I realized like, I ain't about to keep doing this shit for free. Like, and I'm not going to nobody's league, so I just was like, what? That's that shit was happening. This is us in the dark. What's that? that ain't you. Nah, that's my right, nigga, that don't show me. You ain't you. Oh, nigga, you ain't fast. Ain't... You ain't that fast. Yeah, and I ain't race you either. But we can race us. Yeah, let me, I got to go buy some cleats. I'm going to buy some cleats. We can get on the cement, man. We can get on the cement, man. Y'all niggas don't want to yes. see this 4-6, man. Yeah, I'm going to record y'all. That's what I'm not going to see. You ain't going to get out there and run no 4-6. Hell no. Look, Kobe got me jumping one day, right? She was like, see, I took her to the court. She's like, Dad, you can't jump in I said, nah, I can't. The whole time I used to conduct, but she I ain't like, never conduct. I used to conduct like shit. But she was like, Dad, you can tell me I said, nah. You used to dunk it, Jack? Yeah. On the full court, y'all? Son. For real, Jack? Nah, I ain't never been no dunk. Could you hoop or you just. I was high. Arthur was better than me. I said, all my brothers, Arthur, I think he was the, I think he was the best athlete. I think I don't know. I think he was. Football was my thing. I ain't never but, been. 
ain't never been the best My athlete. My father played ball, so it was like, for me, it was like, we used to take us to Coldfield House, and we used to play ball up there, watch him play and shit. But I was never like, yeah, yeah my dad ball. played all, my dad played in high school, my dad played baseball, basketball, and football. He played all sports. But I ain't never been, I, like when I figured out football, I learned it. Like once I figured out like, okay, I can I can actually learn this shit here, like, and I learned the technique of football, because everybody would tell, like, I wasn't the best athlete on my team, but niggas would tell you, like, hey, that nigga is a technician. But that's the crazy thing about football, though, you ain't got to be a good athlete. Yeah, yeah, once you, if you learn that technique, I learned that technique, I learned that technique, like, Earn Dom, that nigga is, that nigga balance and his... I, I still remember Wait. how they was talking about him, like when he was coming in the draft. Like, we were that, that was when we was watching the bowling bowls. That's when we was watching on his um, his, 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 yeah, yeah, the bowling bowls. You should just sit down and watch his YouTube channel yes. for a little bit, man. That nigga's a pretty cool guy. Oh, no, he yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought his business. Yeah, and his pops cool as fuck too. Yeah, he come to work. He bought his business. That nigga, yeah, I like so they, him. So I like he, him. He, they they yeah. still got their old house, right? Mm-hmm. But the niggas still, like, they go into the basement and work out. That's and right. I'm talking about, you know, Aaron Donald gets 6'6". Six, six. That's right. No, he's not. Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald's 6'4". Oh, four. that nigga about six, like six feet. Oh, well, shit, nigga. The, hey, the basement ceiling ain't that high, dude. For real? Yeah, and them <laughs> niggas down there, hey. And them niggas down there getting yeah, in, sweating. That's right. Sweating it out. Old like, school. he ain't in no... No fancy ass, yeah. no gym and nothing like that. This nigga does. Nah. You don't that nigga really you need the arm dumbbells yeah. and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And a jump rope. That nigga got the old, yeah, exactly. That's what he had. He was down there with his little brother. Like, we that's just started work, getting son. it in. That's work. That's another, I don't know, that whole, that whole process is like, it's it's just a, it's a lot to live about it. Like, it was, like, high side in 2020, it was dumb shit to be playing for free. But, like, when you play a football, you, nah, no, I got a homeboy right now. I was going to North Carolina with dead tans, nigga, to get to a game. Yeah, I got a homeboy right now. You a wild nigga, son. I got a homeboy right now. You a wild nigga, son. You a wild nigga, son. You a wild nigga, son. You a wild nigga. You the wild. Niggas is like, man, who got who got who got to ride to the game? I say, look, bro, I shit dirty, but y'all can hop in, put the put the costume truck. So when my coach, when where I went to school, Albany State, when my coach came down, 
My, he literally offered every senior we had. We have 22 seniors. He offered every last one of them a scholarship. Every last one of them. Now, we play state championships. So we playing all the way through December. December 17th was our last game in 1999, last game. So by this time, you know, schools, next week is Christmas. Schools are closed, right? And at this time, you know, up in Georgia, schools didn't go back until after, like, a week after um, MLK. Well, my coach wanted us on this campus so bad, right? This nigga drove and came and got us MLK weekend and bought us the campus. He wanted us that bad. My boy, I tell you, and so my boy was like, nah, man, I know I can go to a bigger school than this. I know I can go, he had the talent to go to a bigger school, but realistically, like, you're probably not going to go to a bigger school at this point in time. Yeah. And so, but he was like, nah. So he ended up going to a JUCO with another cat that we knew that was going to, that a bigger school sent him to. Like, my boy Darrell, he ended up going to South Carolina. Um, they sent him JUCO because he didn't have a grade. So they knew, like, hey, you do your thing here, we come back to get you. My boy Ernest went with him. And he'll tell you to this day, every time I see him, he'll tell you, he'll say, like, I should have went with you, man. I should have went with you. Because two years later, my other homeboy from the school across the across county named Twan came over. He came to Albany State. What did he do? One conference, conference of the year, uh, All-American, all that. Both of them, I tell, he'd tell you, Twan, I can call Twan right now, and he'd tell you, if him and Ernest would have came over there at the same time, they'd have shut it down. I guarantee you they would have shut it down. And Ernest will tell you, man, I, I should have went with you. I should have went with you. There's a couple of cats that say, like, damn, I should have went with you. Should have yeah. with you. And I, I tell them, I'm out here. You should have come around a lot. Like, man, it's like my little brother, he was real good. Like, he offered 22 people shaking. I'm the only one to win. Nah. I would have took that. I'm the only one to win. We talk about shit. That's the difference. Like, you do that shit to the youngest up here, they all going to take that shit. Yeah, if, if Georgetown offered every last youngin over here, if Howard, because again, outside of homecoming, Howard don't get but three, four thousand people at the game. They don't. If that, so imagine if you started getting all the Dunbar kids and they go, they, they live in the neighborhood. You started getting all the the woods kids, all, kids, all, all them the kids that, yeah, all them. Now you got local people coming. Now maybe it's, Howard might be looked at differently locally. Right now they're outsider. Yeah. Nobody, you know, nobody really fuck with him, and they him they yeah. losing it. So why I don't know I don't understand why, um, I I don't understand why DC a lot not even that DC like public like Maryland's big here and they push Maryland right and that's cool, but like Howard could be pushed to even though it is a private school like it's a black school and you got a lot of black people here. Yeah. And Temple come you know who comes down and scoops up all your players Temple. They come and get all your niggas. Temple niggas, they Temple at ABC. Thank you. Temple, I <laughs> I was telling her the other day, I ain't know that many kids here that with the Temple nigga, that go to Temple. Niggas really here really go to Temple. Go to Temple, bro. I'll be like, what? A lot of niggas from here in New York go to Temple. They bro. go to Temple like it's not like like it's UDC. Like they go to like around the Temple with the ABCU for the longest. Because it's in the hood, though. Temple is in the hood. And it's a lot of niggas. It's a lot of niggas. It's a lot of niggas in that job, right? But, it, but how, like you said, like Howard could be that same way. Georgetown, Georgetown right now, right, has the smallest state in all of, all of D1 football. And they are D1 school. They have 2,500 is their capacity. They're trying to build a new stadium. Imagine if all the kids, if they picked up 10 kids this year, 10 kids next year. So now you're looking at 20 kids locally in a two-year span at soft, 
freshmen and sophomores that are now on your team at Georgetown. And if you continue to do that for five years, how quick do you get that stadium built? And how quickly you move up the ranks. You get the AAC college. They're in the Patriot League now. Is the Ivy League uh, D1A? They FCS. FCS? Mm -hmm. Same thing, Georgetown. They FCS. But everybody that's in your elected because now you got to stay there because I mean you now at the point you're playing against George Mason, you playing against Mason, uh, Matt James Madison, you playing against Richmond, you playing against the Virginia schools that actually have school. Yeah, you I'm said, about to go there. Exactly. So now you, my brother was at Virginia Tech. I might send him over on a JMU. He was like, "Shit, come on, son, come on." Now you got to ask. Now you might can compete. Now instead, now Jane, now because think about this, now you think about this. Uh, Richmond knows that you don't offer kids here, so Richmond go to Hampton Roads, and then because that's uh, the reason why Howard could work here is because, like I said yesterday, when recruiters come up here, mm -hmm. once they get to Hampton Roads, they ain't gotta go nowhere else. Yeah, they ain't gotta go nowhere else. Just like when recruiters go to Georgia, if, if you're not in Atlanta, you better be exceptionally good because I can get five of you in Atlanta. That element would be interesting, like, how would the young guys be, like, at Howard playing football, like, close to home. But I think it would still, like, be beneficial, like, because, like, you're playing football, so you really wouldn't be able to get into no bullshit. It would resonate in the community. Yeah. Now you got kids saying, like, hey, I want to go to Howard and be. Because also then, Jake, you got, now you got local kids that can now maybe touch a celebrity. Or be that celebrity. Or be that. Then now they might be like, oh, I want to be like so-and-so that went that go to Howard. I want to be like so-and-so that go to Howard. I want Because why? He's right around the oh, corner. I'm going to Howard when I get Yeah, school. I'm going to Howard. And I'm going to wear number six like so-and-so did. Like that. We just got to keep giving these, like, that's what that shit was so good. We got to keep giving these guys opportunities, man. Just like, and I always be saying it just like, because my, my, my upbringing, like, a lot of my, my friends and dudes I grew up with, they, you know, they make certain choices, but, you know what I'm saying, we all came from the same place, but I had people that were looking out for them. Yeah, you know yeah, they like, probably to Some of them, you know, it's, it's different type of trouble to get in. We don't, it's like, none of these kids, we can't never stop the violence completely. We can't ever, like, make this a perfect world, but we can cut down on a lot of this, this violence. And for me, and for me, like, for me, my whole thing is, I don't have time to wait on a grant. I don't yeah, have time to yeah, write. Yeah. I don't have time to do that. Like we can create I'm gonna a, a do. better, safer community. Like people say, you can't stop a gun by the sign. You can reduce that shit significantly. If you start doing something, yeah, you gotta do something. All it look, all this creating no, programs, writing do, grants, and shit to, like that. We have to just. We have to make the community in a way to where though people aren't just allowing certain things to happen. But even that. But even but on the thing like take for instance like. I'm not going to pay you, right, if I don't know you can do the work. So people go into the whole point of they ain't done, they write their program, ain't done no work, but saying they're going after a grant so they can actually do the work. I'm, I don't have time to wait on the grant. I, and I don't like to ask for money. I don't, I don't like to I ask. I, I hate saying, like, hey, can you, I don't like to ask pay. for money. Yeah, so I'm going to go out and do. I'm going to go out and do. And then if you see it and you say, hey, no, I fucks with it, here you go. That, that's how I like it. Yeah, and it's a lot of people that's doing it the backwards way. You got a lot of people that's doing it the backwards way that saying like, okay, I'm going to get the money, then do the work. And so that's why a lot of shit ain't happening. Because what's you gonna, what you going to do if it ain't no money? Not help. 
not help. Not tell the kids the truth. Exactly. Not protect the kids. Exactly. Not protect your girl. Like, what you gonna do if it ain't no money? You gotta, when you when grant, to do the right thing. When that grant money run out, when DC becomes, a, when DC says, hey, you know what? We're going to start to run ourselves on a corporate level and not a non-profit. If DC ever, if, if DC ever turns corporate, a lot of niggas not going to eat. A lot of niggas, because a lot of niggas, just like we ran into yesterday, living off grants. And the first thing, when niggas start to run into me about grants, I lose interest. Because then I start to think, like, well, what happens? You know, that grant has to get approved every year. What happens if you, you start running that, you, you running it up on grants, right? You 100000 in grants every year, and your program booming, and they start to say, oh, we don't got no money in the budget for that. And you ain't made no backup plan. You don't know how to run all, you don't know how to run without a grant. Because you come up with something, because then you the need the money to do it. Like free money, it's like, it's not, nothing's it's not free, free money, bro. It's not free money. <laughs> what is fucking free money? Nobody like, never will give you no amount. Did you? And it's crazy because, like, the amounts that you're chasing, I ain't gonna hold you like, you know what I'm saying? I, this shit is, is teaching me a lot about like how money uh, accumulates. Like, so I wouldn't be able to do that shit, paperwork for $10,000. You know like, how many grants I gotta do? Up, how many did? Exactly. For fit. And waiting. It's about two months to get what? That shit not even like time. I done ran through that <laughs> quickly. And, and it's, it's, I don't know, it's like, it's like some some dog bait shit they doing with this money and this community work and shit. I for for that shit like I'm a perverted. Like, hey, shouldn't be tax to it. Like, when the, I say when DC becomes if DC ever becomes corporate, which I'm telling you, when Amazon coming, it's coming. Now it's Amazon. It's, it's coming. When DC it's a whole mini tech industry here brewing. Like and when we work down and in and out, son, they got. They got some crazy ass technology and shit. And like, when it becomes corporate, it's a lot of niggas. Shit. Because think about it again. When it becomes corporate, it's gonna it, that grant money gonna they gonna be corporations and stuff gonna say like, well, okay, if DC will give you fifteen thousand dollars to do a mural, I got a whole building over here. You can do a hundred thousand dollars worth. Well, or well, the corporation, they'll that, that, but they'll say they not fucking with certain types of people. So you come to them, it ain't no oh, fill out this application. It's They'll find you type yeah, shit. Yeah, they'll find you type shit. It ain't no, everybody has a chance. Like, nah, yeah, this big dollar. And How much, yeah. Y'all like, not going to be able to get that shit, but it's going to change a lot of shit. It's going to change. Gonna change. Because go. you can name your price. And the, yeah. this, and the thing about this is, like, if you've been getting grants, right, for $15,000, right, you mm-hmm. might go in there and say, hey, okay, cool, I want $20,000 to do it. Now, they might be looking for $80,000 work. So when you come in and say like, oh, I'm used to getting grants from D.C. I got these grants right here, so and so many years for like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars each. They might look at you and say, oh, you're not ready yet. <laughs> you ain't ready yet. You don't even. Get more skill. That's when the skill gonna pay off. Yeah, you ain't ready yet. Like we need people. Get. We looking for artists to come in here. And we we expecting to pay artists eighty, a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you granted, we can run you. And we can say, cool, we'll, we'll pay you these $20,000 to keep this 80 and put it towards something else. Yeah, but that $100,000 work come with work equity. Yeah. So you got to know how to, you got to know to ask for $100,000. Because school, that, that school, can kick you. Have, they want to see documentation. Yes. What, what, how can we, how do we know that you're this kid? Mm-hmm. What do you, what can you show? What certification or what, like. Yeah. And so that, that's so. That's why Google started their school. And so grant money, and, and, and that grant money, that's, they don't, they don't care about that. If you apply for it right, they got to get that money away. 
They gotta give away. Corporations, they gotta get out of the way. They can keep that. They can just be like, nah, all right, cool. We we just gonna push that's this why, out to another why I say I ain't. That's why I say I don't believe in fucking with the government. Like, I'm gonna create my own. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. Because that shit gives the corporation social capital. That's so, why they I just I just can't fuck with government because I know that shit has to be budgeted every year. As soon as administration change over, somebody come in with a different idea, somebody comes with anything, then my funding can be fully cut. Hey, listen. And then I'm just left assed out. Listen, Dang Day said it better. You ain't no real boss if you don't put up your own bread. Uh-huh. So, you know, you that money, that them, that money y'all niggas, them, that shit ain't even y'all money. That's government money. Y'all don't own shit. $15,000. Because, it, because your dream is funded by grant. Somebody gave you that. And they got, and you got to go beg for them every year. Yeah, you got to hold that. All the time, motherfuckers can make what they giving out like. Easily. Yeah. yeah. But, that, but you, that's how they up. But you got to have ideas to make money. You got to have ingenuity. And you gotta be creative. For real, for you just gotta, you just gotta work out, bro. You gotta do. That shit sounds so cliche, but it's like if you, you gotta do. Out, it's literally like everything. But nobody, free. who got work at? Nobody. I remember a time where selling pussy was the last resort. Now it's the first. The first. That's another take. I ain't even going to get I'm done. I got to go home. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, my man got a hot date. Yeah, you know. Hey, man. You know. Time to cuddles, huh? You know what I'm saying? I'm out. It's been a good week. So, you know what I'm saying? I got to love my people. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Real talk, though, man. Thank y'all for listening again. Yeah. Tuning in. You know, we had a good week. That's right. We're going to have a good week. We gonna, we, it's about to be a lot of good weeks, That's man. That's right. It's about, y'all just going to understand, like, us three, man, I sit back and we, like, even yesterday, thinking about it, like, we just kind of, like, how, how we move, man. It just be, like, when Jake called and said, I got something going on, we both there. When Crooks say, we got something going on, we both there. It's like, how we move, it's just like, man, who up? Hey, listen, who because- up? We, we are helping each other build a roof. Yeah. And it's, it's great. It's, it's great to have that. It's, it's great, great to have that. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, you know how you have, like, if you say we was a group, don't nobody get mad because the nigga wanted to go solo today. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, if you put, hey, look, if you're going to put your album out, just let us sing back up. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And when I put my album out, you come sing back up. That's right. I'm, and that's well, how I it be, is. I beat in, in, in the audience clapping. Yeah, I'll be out there selling tickets, all that shit. Like, right. hey, come see my boy. That's right. Shit. That's right. And that's so right. That's, 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 that's very black of you, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nigga, hey, man. I'm sweeping the floors, laying out the comments. Yeah, you know, all right, that shit. Right. Like, hey, what do you need to do to make this shit pop, man? All for one and one for all. Yeah, like, all of us, man. And that's how it should be. That's how we should get back to being black. That's right. And shit. Hey, when I turn 40, I'm going to get straight back. Them niggas is gay. Them niggas is fun boys. Hey, man, for real, man. Nah, we out, though, man. We'll see y'all next time. Yeah.